Hi, welcome to the Happiness Hive podcast. I'm Catherine Bowyer and I am completely fascinated by people and what motivates them. I've spent the past three and a half decades specialising in mindset and human behaviour and I've helped thousands of people to create happy and amazing lives. And now I am super excited to be chatting with women from around the world who I have secret and to be honest, not so secret crushes on. They're women who inspire me. I'm intrigued as to how they do life and what makes them tick. I want to find out their magic formula that makes them who they are. And at the end of the episode, I'd love for you to say, I'd like a little bit of what she's having. The conversations are real and raw. They're full of passion, inspiration and lots of fun. And nothing is off limits. So grab yourself a cuppa or pop on your trackie and go for a walk and join us for today's chat. There may just be that pearl of wisdom you need to hear. So let's shimmy on over and get started. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? This is a complete impromptu solo podcast app. I just thought I, I've had some feedback from some of the other solo episodes that I've done where I've been navigating through things in real time at how a, that that was useful for some people. And do you know what? I'm going through something now and I just thought, Oh, will I, won't I, will I, won't I capture it? And I thought, no, no, if somebody, if it can help somebody, then that's cool. And that's what I'm all about as well, is just really helping to just share the love, share my experience, share whatever pearls of wisdom that I can to help others to just live their most, their their best and most beautiful lives. So the, the time of recording this, um, I am moving through some pretty big changes in life and I will continue to do that. So when the episode drops, I won't be in, I would have moved through it if that makes, well, move through it slightly differently to where I am now, if that makes sense. And so this is completely unscripted. I have no, no plan for this. So I'm going to really, really trust to see where it goes where it leads us and just getting really called to to do a solo episode so and it's all about change it's about navigating through change in life and that's what I specialize in that's what I'm here for in my work element is helping people to navigate through change that creating transformation in their lives and I've done that for that that's been my career that's where where I sort of started out when I was with the tax office I was a change management specialist there facilitator trainer coach consultant and everything that I've done in all the work has been around helping people to navigate through change navigate through ups and downs in life and I guess what I'm really seeing within myself is that it's about through my own experiences, the, the lived experience, through sharing stories of what's worked for me, what hasn't worked for me, is a really powerful way that I can help others to navigate through their change. And of course, there's the whole, you know, study and experience and expertise and stuff that I have in that. But a lot of it really is about sharing from my lived experience. So that's what I'm doing today. And I, I popped a post up and it might have been an obscure post for some people 
reading in that I was feeling in a little bit of a funk recently. I, I think I said that I feel, I never remember what I say, so please don't quote me. <laughs> but it was something about just feeling a bit blah, that I was going through some changes and some of those changes are self-initiated and I'm excited about those changes, nervous about some of those changes, but generally pretty excited because I'm instigating those changes. The ones where I was feeling a bit blah are because they were being decided for me. So it wasn't of my own doing. It was other people who were making the decision about things. Now, this isn't in my inner circle. It's in, and I don't want to go into the details of it because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to out people that I'm feeling certain feelings about at the moment. So anyway, for those of you that are in my inner circle, none of you, but anyway, 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 anyway. So decisions were made for me. And I kind of had a sense that, you know, in the, the last couple of, I, I would say maybe years leading up to this, I had an inkling that these changes were going to happen. So that didn't, the change itself didn't necessarily surprise me, but in real time, I, I felt weird about it. I felt triggered by it. And I've sat with that for probably a week or so now. And the process that I've gone through is just to really allow myself to feel those feelings. Years gone by, that was not my strategy. I didn't allow myself to feel the feelings. I suppressed the feelings. I ignored the feelings. I ate a lot of food to comfort the feelings. So my old MO was just to ignore it, suppress it, not let myself experience the feelings. I do things very, very differently now. I kind of just sit with it and it's uncomfortable. I don't love it because I don't love feeling blit, but I let myself feel blit. And I just sit with it going, well, why, why am I really feeling like this? Number one, it was kind of like it was bringing something to a close. And, you know, that's quite often not a nice experience. Sometimes it's a really beautiful experience. <laughs> um, but this one, it was kind of like, oh, let's bring a new chapter of my life to a close. And I sat with that and I was just like, well, that's quite natural for to to feel those feelings. And, you know, I didn't label the feelings. It was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to let myself sit with this. And, you know, I sometimes refer to that as my five-minute pity party, like just going, yeah, feel however you want to feel. I don't call it a pity party. It's kind of a love party now, but it's like those feel. When we say pity party, it's just like, oh, I feel sorry for myself. It's kind of like, yeah, no, no, just allow these feelings. So there's much more love that happens with that now. But one thing that really came to the surface when I was sitting with those feelings was, yep, the decision had been made for me by somebody else, but I found out about it through not even that person. I found out about it through just a series of events. And that's the bit that I, that wasn't on the surface that made me feel blah. But when I kind of sat and dug a little bit deeper, it was just like that person didn't even have the, the common decency to let me know that that was actually going to be happening. 
And so it just happened. I found out by chance, kind of, if that makes sense. So the thing that really got me was an integrity issue for me. That that's what it that felt like for me. That it was just like fuck you. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, you could have just let me know that that decision was being made, and that would have been. I don't know. I think that would have been. I was going to say that the appropriate thing to do but you know what what I'm thinking is that would have been the right thing to do and then I sat with that going well that's my version of right it's obviously not the other person's version of right but anyway it really showed up for me you know there was a clash with some values and integrity is probably the pinnacle of my values you know acting with integrity that's really important to me and things have been showing up in my life where I don't feel others have been acting with integrity. But then I was talking with a girlfriend and I can't remember if I've shared this or not, but she said, yeah, yeah, you can look at it from that external perspective and what is it that the other people have done and you can judge and you can feel blah. But she said to me, where am I acting out of integrity with myself? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. Like, don't use, don't spin the stuff back on me. <laughs> um, but that got me thinking, ah, oh, interesting. So this is really just showing me, you know, maybe some things where I'm acting out of integrity with myself. And, you know, there are some things in that situation. It's not taking blame. It's not taking responsibility thing for things that aren't mine. But it did show me that there are some things that maybe I'm compromising my own values. So anyway, that was that's one of the changes that's been happening for me. So that's kind of on the back end of that. But there's another really huge, huge, oh, my God, so huge change that's happening. And I've shared little bits of this with people. And I've just, but John and I, John's retiring from teaching. John's my husband. And he's retiring from teaching at the end. Actually, it's going to be early 2025. So that's from the time of this recording that's a year and a little bit away and that is super super exciting because what that means we've stayed in Canberra it's been a choice of ours to stay in Canberra Canberra's been a beautiful place for us to live and raise our family and for both of us to follow our careers so Canberra's been beautiful but we've both had this urge that when we are no longer working that we would love to live by the seaside and for those of you that have been following me you know that that's my happy place so this has been one of our goals and dreams for a very very long time and now that we're a year and a you know I'm not quite at the stage of counting down I might possibly do that I have a countdown but I'm not quite ready to do that yet but it's about a year and a little bit away and we're in the stage of kind of going oh it's not just dreaming anymore. It's not just wishing. It's not just having an aspiration of one day. It's like, oh, this is actually starting to become a reality. Now, I've got images of what that our place is going to be like down the coast. And for those of you that have seen, I've got my vision book here with me that I have very, very close by. So I'm going through the whole manifesting process. And... Oh, fuck. How do I even, where do I even go with this journey that I'm sharing with you? 
So goals, dreams, excited, 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 nervous, nervous, nervous. And the thing that I guess that's happening for me in real time that I kind of wanted to capture for you is the murkiness of where I'm at in that process. Now, it sounds all beautiful and amazing and I know it will be beautiful and amazing and I can visualize it being beautiful and amazing. And, you know, John's been working out what he's going to do in his, you know, to fill his hours of the day. I'm pretty clear about what I would like to be doing in my hours of the day. So that's all beautiful. You know, where we are now, we've been together for, 30 years. Fuck. Excuse me. Goodness. (laughs) We've been together for 30 years and we've been married for 29 of those years. And we've lived in our current house for 25 of those years. And there's a lot of stuff that I am moving from to where I want to be. And it's the murkiness of that transition point that, and I talk a lot when I talking about change management with people is that the transition is where people find it tricky because we're not where we were. We're not yet where we want to be. We're in this kind of, I don't want to say no, no man's land, but it feels murky for me. It feels, I pride myself on having clarity. <laughs> And helping, that's what I do. I help people to get clarity. I help people to set the direction in their life and to help them make whatever it is that they want have happen. But I'm going through that process right now and it's really, I feel really emotional about it. And the emotions are, uh, and this is on the back of, you know, we've been talking with our financial advisor about how we make it happen that we have a our property here in Canberra that we would need to sell to purchase a property at the coast. And we know where we want to go, but there's some logistics there that, you know, probably a few, oh gosh, I don't know, the, the timeline's all really murky as well. But a few months ago, it was kind of like, how do we even do this? That we're going to, you know, we need to sell this place here. We need to purchase a property down the the coast. How's that going to happen? I don't want to be, you know, packing up living. I don't know. I just the logistics of timing. It was timing, 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 timing. Timing was the thing that I was finding really murky. Like, how's that going to happen? And then since that period, actually only in the last, I think, two months, we inherited a property from John's mum when she passed away. And we were going to just keep that as an investment property. But we again spoke with our financial advisor and they said, well, why don't you sell it? Because that can then give you, you know, cash for a deposit to buy somewhere down the coast earlier. And I was just like, Oh my God, that just freed up a whole lot of stuff and thinking going, okay, so if that frees up some cash, then maybe we can do some financial stuff where we can start looking for a property now, have a little bit of bridging finance and then 
sell our property here in Canberra and all happy days, like beautiful happy days. So the plan was, and the way that my mind works, and I I know myself pretty well, like I am super, super, super good at ideas and possibilities and what could be. Then I'm super, super good at getting into the details and the practicalities of how am I going to actually make those ideas become a reality. You know, that's one of my superpowers. So when we got this kind of like, okay, well, we can free up some funds. It was just like, okay, so we could probably start looking for a property pretty soon, like in the new year. And I'm going, oh, my God, like that's really exciting. And then with bridging finance, bloody, bloody, blah, we could be out of, we could kind of pack up our, our property here in Canberra. We could move to the coast and then we could sell the property here. And it was just like, yeah, that seems like really seamless. I, I'm on board with that. So what I did is I came up with our action plan. <laughs> it's on the fridge. It's on the fridge about what we're going to do each month to, to get our property here ready for sale to move into another property. And it was just like, yeah, really doable. Then we went back to the financial advisor and they went, you know what? I don't know if it's going to be quite as easy as what you think it is. There's a few things around the, the, the finance and just some fucking, some logistical things. And I'm like, Oh, are you kidding? Like I, part of my protection mechanism is also about really good at dreaming big, but also not allowing myself to dream too big in case it doesn't happen. So that's a protection mechanism. So even though I was kind of starting to plan about what we're going to do here, getting that piece of news about like, mm, maybe that's not going to, that's not going to be quite a smooth sailing. And the financial advisor said the best thing for you to do would be to sell Nichols, Canberra, our property in Canberra. So the place that we've lived in for 25 years, he said, sell, sell that now. Then you can start looking for a property. You've got, you're going to be cash buyers. You're going to, it'll open up all these other possibilities. And then it was just like, oh my God. And this was, it's the time I'm recording this, found that information out last night. So I'm processing this in real time. So you're capturing me how I'm going through it. So it was just like, oh, I was thinking we were going to sell here in October and it was probably going to be a really, smooth transition now it's probably bringing it forward for six months and I'm like how do I even what do we do like this is the murkiness of my thinking going yep conceptually I'm on board with that but practically what does that look like that that's the discomfort that I'm sitting with right now what does that look like if we sell now, we still need to live here in Canberra for 12 months. So what do we do there? You know, if we rent, how, what's the rental market like and what does that cost us? And what, like, what if we don't get a rental property and we've sold this place? Are we going to be living in Blossom the bus for, I mean, we could do that. John's actually quite keen for us to do that. But I'm just like, what do we, where do the dogs, what happens for the dogs, you know, when I've got to go to work and, you know, in this bus, what, like, what, 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 and where do my clothes fit? And getting into all this really, how does it affect me? And that's one of the big things in change management is, and especially like 
big changes going, well, it's all very well for the transition, the, the future state, and we're not really with the present state. What's that transition state? And a lot of people really want to know, how is it going to affect me on a day-to-day level? And that's where I'm at kind of going. We've got 25 years of stuff and where I'm a stuff kind of person. I've still got all my bloody dads, got stuff from my dad's when he passed away and we've got stuff from John's mum's and we've got stuff from Ellie that she's popped here and, you know, we've got stuff from the kids when they were little and it's just like, oh, my God, but we don't have a place that we're going to so I don't know what we can take and I'm not quite ready to get rid of everything and it's just this whole feeling of it's messy. It feels messy and uncertain and it's exciting and it's kind of like oh my god this is happening quicker than what I thought it was happening and I feel overwhelmed I feel completely overwhelmed I feel overwhelmed oh my god I feel so overwhelmed even just saying that word I feel so overwhelmed by it and when I was walking this morning with Boston and thinking about it It actually brought up these feelings of when dad passed away. Oh, not even when he passed away, when dad was ill, however many years, four years ago. And we'd been on at dad, my brothers and I had been on at him for quite a number of years saying, dad, you know, it'd be great for you to move into one of the assisted living places that the house that you're in, it's hard for you to live there on your own. And he, he had a lot of stuff. He was a chronic hoarder, like chronic, chronic hoarder. And, you know, when we were saying dad, you know, we really think you should move in somewhere else. He just resisted, like he resisted big time, really uncomfortable resistance. And it was just such a, traumatic experience the the year leading up to him needing to move into care and moving out of his home but he was just and he lived in his home for 50 years that was our childhood home and he just would have felt like I feel like a zillion times living on his own and that overwhelm of not knowing what to do and not wanting to leave because that's where mum, you know, he and mum designed the house and they built that house together and he had all those memories. And, you know, even though we said we would help him to, to move out, he wasn't able to let go. And that caused a lot of, trauma for myself and my brothers and our families about how to manage that so here I am in my family home that has had beautiful memories and I'm choosing to move on it's brought up not only the the overwhelm that I feel about how to do it but it's bringing up that residual feelings and I would say trauma from dad needing to move out of his home. So I know through through my eyes and my mind 
that this is an opportunity for me to heal some of the residual stuff that needs healing and I will be able to do that. But it's piling on to just the normalness of overwhelm and discomfort that I'm feeling. It feels magnified, feels magnified. And that's kind of what I wanted to capture for you that, you know, when we're going through changes, whether they're somebody deciding it for us, whether we're deciding it, whether it's, you know, big life changes or small life changes, it doesn't matter. Like it's about allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. And it is very much, you know, change is when something becomes different and it's the meaning that we put on it, whether it's a positive change or a negative change. It's the impact that it has on us in our lives. And we go through that change cycle, which is very similar to the grief cycle, because change is when something isn't the same anymore. Grief is when we have lost something and the process that we go through. And it's that the process is around, you know, initially it's around that shock and denial you know, this can't be happening. I don't believe it. Like shock. Oh my God. You know, don't even, um, can't even believe that this is happening. And then it's just like, no, that's not true. It's not true. That denial stage. Then we often move into the, <clears throat> the anger and the frustration. And, you know, not so much for this change. I don't feel angry or frustrated now. I feel overwhelmed. To me, that's different. Overwhelmed is, I'm not quite sure what to do. There's just so much going on. With that other change that I mentioned at the beginning of the ep about something in my life changing because somebody had made that decision, I went into my anger and frustration. It, it's an interesting one. It's, it comes out as a fuck you kind of, it's not a nice feeling, but I can recognize it. I can recognize her. She's just like, well, fuck you. Excuse the swearing in this one. Sorry. Um, so I did feel like a fuck you before. I don't feel like that now, but we go through anger, frustration, maybe the blahness of things. Um, why is this happening to me? Why is this so hard? Woe is me kind of stuff. But then we move into acceptance. And when we're in that acceptance space going, okay, this is happening. This is real. When we get to acceptance, we're then able to move on to go, well, okay, what am I going to do next? So in this life change, I feel overwhelmed. I, I do not have an anger response at all. I have a like, oh, my God, this is happening quicker than I was thinking. There's still there's fear. There's absolutely fear around it going, what if like, what if we don't sell our house? Does that mean that we can't move down the coast? And then I, then the part of my mind comes in going, Catherine, Get over yourself because, of course, you will sell your house and, of course, you will get somewhere down the coast. There are some things you need to do to make those happen, but don't focus. Don't catastrophize stuff. When I start to go, oh, what if and what if, I recognize those feelings, but I don't allow myself to get stuck in them. I'm not denying them because what if, you know, what what would happen if we don't sell our place? Well, We'll put some things in place to mitigate that risk. So we will absolutely sell it. You know, do we know exactly how much money we'll get for it? 
mm, no, but that's one of those things that we, we need to be prepared for. We've got a really good team of people that are helping us, team of experts, and the overwhelm is actually allowing myself to just fuck it, to feel it, to share with you guys. So I have this, I have this platform, I guess, where I can share it and I'll be, you know, I can even notice from last night when I was in a state of, oh, it wasn't overwhelmed last night. It was just like, what does that mean? What does that mean? How, if we're going to sell the property quicker, what does that actually mean? So it was, it was almost just like allowing it. I just needed to sit with it and allow it to kind of just filter into, into me. <laughs> today I'm overwhelmed. I'm absolutely overwhelmed and I'm emotional today. The overwhelm is in, you know, I've got to go through so much stuff that I've been putting off for a long time, but it's going to force me into doing that, which is kind of a good thing. I am going to be, I do feel sad about leaving this place. It's just been such a beautiful family home, but it can then become somebody else's beautiful family home. So there's a, you know, some stuff that I'll move through there. There's uncertainty about, I don't know where we're going to be living down the coast. I know we will be, but I'm not letting myself get too far ahead because when I start doing that, I start to not allow what I'm going through, if that makes sense. There was something else I was just going to share with you and that just completely went out of my head. So it mustn't, it mustn't. Oh, I know what it was. You know, it's bringing something to a close. Now I'm not ready to do that yet. I'm not ready to do the closing ceremony on our time here in this house, but I will absolutely have a closing ceremony and I will bring this stage of my life to a close. And I'm not sure exactly what that will look like, but it will be something sacred around the, you know, our time here. And there will also be a sacredness around bringing in the new. And I always talk about that, that it's about creating space for something new in your life. So this has been a beautiful period of our lives and I am so looking forward to the next phase. There's some of the middle phase that I'm not, I'm not looking forward to, but that's part of the process. So I'm, not, you know, I can't even recall what I've been saying here. I hope it hasn't been too garbledy for you. I guess my, my, in, in just kind of wrapping up is change is change. And it's the meaning that we put on it that makes it, you know, a positive empowering change or a, or a not so positive change. So I'm putting, this is a positive change. It's murky at the moment and that's okay. Not everything is clear all the time, but I'm going to practice what I preach and I'm actually going to allow the murkiness for a bit. I'm going to get my to-do list out and I'm going to plan. I have a list of things for John to do. I'm the overseer and I'll help him do some of the stuff. And I actually feel pretty good. So thank you for indulging me and listening because this has been very, very healing. 
this has been very healing and I feel a glimmer of, no, it's more than a glimmer. It's a fluttery, glimmery, all over feeling. And it's interesting because I've got my sparkly queen t-shirt on today. So I feel I'm vibing that energy. It's about this feels good. This feels really good. So I will keep you posted about what you'll hear. You'll hear lots of stuff, I'm sure. And I will keep you posted about where things are at and what's happening. So hugs and happiness to you. And just a really quick shout out. I, I've got a new program that's super, super close. It might even be released by the time this podcast released. I've just been a bit slower in finishing some of the, the touches on it, but a program called Let's Get Limitless. And that is a program that you can, it's a, a pre-recorded program. I'm stepping you through all the processes of breaking free from things that have been holding you back in life. So all those limitations, limiting beliefs, um, the old stories that you've been telling yourself helping you to then dream big about what you want to achieve in life and the steps to go through to make that happen. I'm actually going to go back and rewatch that. So if you go to Let's Get Limitless, it'll either be the wait list or it'll be open for you to join. If you're going through changes, it will help step you through those changes. So anyway, hugs, happiness and good, beautiful vibes coming your way. Thank you. Bye-bye thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode you can spread the love by sharing it with a friend so she can have a little bit of what we had today and don't forget to rate and review so we can get it into as many hearts and ears as possible you can keep the conversation going on my happiness hive socials and if you'd like some more high vibe happiness in your life come and join me in our community of inspired and motivated women at the happiness lounge This is my online membership club and your central hub for everything you will need to be truly happy and bounce out of bed every day living and loving your best and most beautiful life. To find out more, pop over to the Happiness Hive website and click on the link working with Catherine. Until next time, big hugs and happiness.